Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning. Hey, Sarah. Back to Sarah. Good morning. Hey, Wani. Good morning to you. Uh, Tiana, I think, is that a name I just saw? It came up It came up real quick. I may have missed it. Hey, Sister Joyce, good morning. Sister Ford, I'm sorry. Good morning. Sister Cynthia Luce, what's up, man? Hey, Belinda. I hooked up with her. They trying for a minute, too. Hey, Sarah, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Sunshine, Ellis, Stacy. Hey, Reverend Sean, what's going on, man? Cynthia Willie, good morning. Uh, Carol, as soon as Ruben comes back, I'm going to get him to jump on. Hey, Lady Kellum, good morning. Sister Monica, good morning to you. Hey, Latoya Smith. Glad to have everybody with us. Uh, let's know you appreciate it. Yes, hey, Pastor Sarah. Thanks. Good morning. Hey, can we get some hearts on Periscope? Can we uh, double click? Can we get some hearts? Double click on the hearts. And if you are on uh, Facebook, if you could click the like, I appreciate that. That way I can keep up. Hey, Sister Peanut, good morning. Sister Sally, hey, good morning to you. Good morning. We are uh, we are in this series on discerning the voice of God. And uh, when we talk about discerning the voice of God, a couple of things we've been looking at is uh, is really this idea of listening and uh, and really just kind of hearing it. Hey, boo, uh, Carol is up here. She wants to speak. Hey, Carol, here he comes. Here he comes. Yes, he does. But I missed Nate. Remember, Carol? She can't do it right there. Hey, oh, Carol. Hey. That's a little, oh, yep. So it's, it's still good. It's just like a buffer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Asia, good morning. Hey, good classmate, PHS. 97. What's going on, Asia? Uh, hey, morning. What's going on? Hey, uh, Val. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Listen, let's jump in. We're talking about discerning God's voice. Uh, this idea of listening. Uh, you know, God, is that you? Right? we got to listen. And so today's scripture, uh, today's scripture comes out of Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 10. Ezekiel 3 and 10. And Ezekiel 3 and 10 is actually uh, the calling of Ezekiel. He was one of God's major prophets. And God's going to use him to do some great things. And here's how his journey starts. God starts off the conversation by telling him, look, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to make your head as hard as flint. I'm going to need you to go to speak to them. Do not be afraid of them. Uh, but here is the key, Ezekiel 3 and 10. He says this. It says, Moreover, he said to me, um, Son of man, listen carefully and take to heart all the words I speak to you. Now, one more time, a son of man, listen carefully and take to heart all of the words I speak to you. And if I had the title today's Devo, I would probably talk about having empty ears, right? Having empty ears. And and the and the premise for empty ears is uh, is a simple idea that oftentimes we are already so filled with solutions and answers and ideas and methods that it makes it difficult for us to hear. What God wants us to, what God wants us to do, what God wants for us, to get the way God wants us to go. It's almost as I did yesterday. Uh, yesterday we were uh, we were having dinner, and my uh, my daughter, uh, she has uh, these two bottles of water. Right, she opens up the top of both, and she starts to try to pour one bottle into the other bottle. The problem was they were both new bottles, and uh, she had to empty out either one. So if you can picture this, she she's now trying to take two full bottles of water and pull one full bottle into the other full bottle, which is clearly going to make a mess. Uh, simple, simple solution, though. Look, hey, baby jazz, pour some water out of the other one, because if you can empty it, then when you get ready to pour into it, it has room to receive. And maybe that's a challenge, right? Maybe, maybe the challenge for us in hearing God is not, you know, necessarily a discernment issue. It may just be a 
build-up issue, that, that before you go to him in prayer, before you start seeking godly answers, you already come to him with, okay, God, I'm, I'm waiting for you really to say this. I believe that you are going to tell me that this is what I'm supposed to do. Or I've already talked to uh, 20 different people and went to eight different revivals, and my head is shining from all the oil. And because all of these people told me what to do, I just need to figure out which one of these ways is the way. Right? Now, let's be clear. Uh, I'm pro-revival. I think revivals can be effective. And I believe in the anointing and the oil. Do that. Uh, so I'm not saying in lieu of. I'm saying in addition to. Uh, there have to be some moments where we are empty, where we declutter. We declutter from all of the preconceived ideas. We declutter from all of the old the old methods and manners for getting it done. That there are these times where you just come into God with an empty plate. I mean, God does that. God's track record is that he feels things. His first, Jesus' first miracle was at a wedding where things were empty, and he jumped into action, superhero-like, and filled up cups because he likes to feel empty things. Uh, a long time ago, I preached a sermon uh, called um, Give Him Something He Can Feel, and it was a story in Luke where Peter had been fishing all night long and had caught nothing. As a result of catching nothing, Jesus goes to the shore. Jesus starts preaching to all the people. But after he preaches to all the people, he then uh, sees Peter leave the crowd of people that want something from him. And he goes to the place where Peter is because Peter has the one thing that's empty. And God likes to fill empty things. And his part of this today, part of today is saying, look, God will fill your empty ears if you would just listen. I was reading a couple of things this morning kind of in prep, and uh, Priscilla Schreier, she does a really great job. I think even in the opening of her book where she talks about listening, in one part of her book she says, you know, that, that we are so impatient uh, that we don't give God time to speak to us, right? Uh, you know, her, her whole thing is that impatience can be one of the barriers to properly listening, that after we talk to him, uh, we should then listen, but what we often do is we, we get active. You know, that was her thing. She said one of the barriers to listening is too too act, too much activity. Uh, and she says it two ways. She says sometimes she was so active, you know, away from God that she couldn't get to him, right? Uh, she was just doing her life. She had stuff afterwards, taking care of the kids, going here, going there. And she was so active that she didn't give time, give God time to speak. But then she said she flipped it, and then she was so active for God, doing church work and doing godly work, that she was uh, she was she was so busy that God couldn't get to her. <laughs> right? So you get two ideas: you can be so busy outside of church that you don't come to Him, or you can be so busy in church and doing ministry that you don't allow Him to come to you. Either way, what you've done is you so cluttered your life and filled your life with things and motion and activity that you and I fail to be empty enough for God to fill us. So, you know, so, so today there are a couple of barriers. One, there's impatience. Uh, two, there are uh, age-old ideas, right, what, what, what has always been done. And so now our prayers are hinged on God doing for us what he did for someone else. And I know that's real good church antics, right? There is no secret to what God can do, what he's done for one. He'll do the same for you. And that sounds good because it rhymes, but it's not really true. Uh, I mean, he can do the same type of thing. That's the idea. But he doesn't have to do it the same way. And so when we're listening to other people and they're telling us what God did for them, we aren't then to, you know, a coerce God into having to do the same things for us. 
No, no. We, we go into our prayer with this knowledge of what he's able to do. And here's the prayer. Because, God, I know you're able to do this because you did it for Sue and you did it for John or you did it for Hakeem. Uh, God, I'm just coming to you because you seem to be the source of being able to get it done. So have your way. Like that's, that's probably the proper way because to have your way gives God enough room, like gives him enough room to do whatever it is he wants to do. Uh, so, so that's today. Today is our come in empty, empty ears. And I, 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 if you could take these two images with you, a cup, a cup that's empty can be filled, right? A cup that is full cannot be. Uh, you can image a room, right? You walk into a room, and you walk into the room, it was just stuff everywhere, on the floor, on the counters. Uh, here's what you start doing. You start picking up things. Crazy enough, in a cluttered room, uh, once you start decluttering, you find things that you've been looking for for months that you didn't even know were there, right? Because there's always some old something in the clutter. The key to decluttering is after you have decluttered, now you have all of this empty space and the room uh, and the they got uh, Facebook, Facebook uh, froze up. Man, uh, okay, how much? What's the last thing you guys heard? Well, let me finish up and then I'll come back. Let's do it that way. So uh, in the decluttered room, in the decluttered room, uh, once you come in and it's fully empty, you now have more space to work with. You have more walking room. Uh, you have room for additional furniture. Uh, the decluttered room can, in many cases, depict the decluttered mind, the decluttered spirit that God wants to pour into. And today, that's a prayer. Today, the prayer is to go into our conversations with God, not with a lot of words. Because that's what Ezekiel does. Ezekiel, it's not just the listen part that got my attention. Son of man, listen carefully. I got that. Here's the part. And take to heart all of the words I speak. And I think it's very, very difficult to take in all of the words God is going to speak if we have already filled our mind with what we want him to say. We'll miss it. We won't get, we won't glean, you know, from what from what God really wants to say. And so, you know, today I want to, I want to really impress upon you to have uh, have empty ears. I uh, got my uh, big cousin Uncle Rube here. Uh, Rube, you wanna wanna you wanna kind of uh, weigh in on this? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I gotta check. So he around. You know, he got a lot of wisdom on us. I always always check check to make sure uh, to grab to grab to grab some of that. Look, you you guys have have a good day. Uh, I'm gonna pray real quick. Then after I pray, I'm gonna end the broadcast. And then Facebook. I'm not sure which part you guys. You guys got to miss, and so you can kind of let me know, and we'll pick it back up. We'll pick it back up. God, I thank you for getting I thank you for listening ears, and I thank you for uh, the discipline uh, to declutter. I thank you for uh, the courage you're going to give us to let go, right, because that's part of the challenge. God, we, we really have to get to a place where we can let go of some ideas, that we can uh, stop trying to force you to put new wine in the old wine skins. Uh, God, we know that you are able to restore, you're able to help us reclaim, you're able to help us regain, but we also know that you are God of the new, that old things can be passed away and you can present something brand new. But if we can forget those things that are behind, we can press towards a mark and prize of something that is ahead instead of repeating what's always been. So, you know, so God, help us. Help us stop, you know, forcing you. Help us stop placing upon you, uh, you know, the weight and uh, the burden of doing what we want you to do and not just allowing you to do what you already plan to do. Uh, God, we, we don't want to be the boss. Uh, we don't want to be in charge. We, we just want to hear your voice. We want better direction. Uh, God, we want to know your will and, and really operate according to what will please you most. So, God, have your way. 
Uh, we pray that, believing without doubt uh, that, God, you are speaking, uh, believing that, you know, once we're empty, God, you're going to fill us. As a matter of fact, God, you're already pouring. You're already speaking words. You're already, you know, g- giving us what is your spirit and your insight. Uh, God, just help us get into a place. Uh, T.D. Jakes talks about repositioning. Help us reposition ourselves to receive what you have. <laughs> Thank you in advance of how you're going to do it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, ma'am. And hey, and you guys on the conference call particularly, but anybody, if you guys are in Franklin today, we are uh, we are watching uh, the shack. We're watching the shack at uh, noon, and we're watching the shack at seven uh, for our Bible study. We're going to watch an hour of it this week, and thirty minutes of it next week, and then we'll start our our faith and film series on it. So if you're around, go ahead and check that out. Uh, and if not, be blessed. Be blessed. Definitely be blessed. Uh, Facebook, you guys, let me see where you guys are. On conference call, Periscope, you guys take care. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Okay, you too. You too.